the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters because we got one life to live. And if we live it like it matters, how much time do we need? So I want to welcome our radio show host, our podcast listeners. Uh, we have two different formats that sometimes merge at the same time, and uh, we are blessed to be able to speak life into people. And today, it's a, it's a great hour of power. Uh, today, it's the week after a successful Leadership Awakening weekend. And so today, I'll be joined by a couple of diamonds. No, not those type of diamonds. See, uh, diamonds. Diamonds require a lot of pressure to become what they are in value so highly. And by the way, it's very uh, analogous to human beings. We're very similar. Just like diamonds use a brooding process to be developed into their greatest worth, the same process is needed to turn people into their greatest value. You know, you've heard the saying before, iron sharpens iron. And that refers to a similar brooding process. There's a proverb I quote all the time. It says, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. In other words, you can tell who someone truly is by putting pressure on them. And that's what I do in my leadership training. When you hear about it so much, you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. You know, the world's struggling. America's struggling. Families are struggling. People are struggling. You know, the, the number one killer of people, I just heard it on the news, 18 to 45 years old is not COVID. It's not even depression or suicide. Uh, it's drug overdose, fentanyl. And, of course, we have an open southern border, uh, so it doesn't really matter, right? Uh, there are so many things. I told you three months from July to August, July, August, September, three months last year. In those three months, uh, more than twice as many soldiers, our military, have died by suicide than in the entire two years of the COVID pandemic. And so look at what's happening to our kids. I mean, we, we've had one, a couple kids lost uh, to COVID, and most of them because there's multiple morbid, comorbidities. But yet, look at all the damage we're doing to children uh, by keeping them out of school, by sticking a mask on them, by making them afraid of other people. Uh, we are making people hardened of the heart. And, you know, I see that a lot in my class. My class is intense, and I put a lot of pressure on people. You know, I compare it to a sponge. You know, we're like a sponge. If you cleaned up Hawaiian punch and a clean sponge and you squeeze that, what do you expect to come out of that sponge when you squeezed it? Hawaiian punch. If you had a clean sponge and you cleaned up some brown soda on the ground and you squeezed it out afterwards, 
what would you expect to come out of it? You'd expect brown liquid, right? Because that's what you put in it. And this is what's happening to a lot of us. We've been numbed. We've been shut off. We've had our heart hardened. We've had our mind confused. And a lot of people are lost out there. But, you know, there's something to be said for the valley. There's something to be said for the desert. We used to uh, uh, um, what value, I guess is the right word. We used to value hard times. We used to value adversity. We used to value when things were going against us because you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. It is in those dark times that we really learn to uh, what we're made of, who we are. That's why in the Army you have boot camp. That's why in football you have the two-a-days or the OTAs where you get squeezed, you get pushed, you get taxed, you get challenged. And nowadays, oh, man, we, we c- complain. We become a victim. You know, uh, Theodore Retke, I think is how you pronounce his name, he wrote a poem called In a Dark Time. And it opens with an assertion. Hardships clarify who we are and what matters to us most. And without challenges to illuminate needs from wants, we risk taking aspects of our lives for granted. Remember that comfort zone that we talked about. Things go to our comfort zone to die. And so the Pulitzer Prize winner, who lost his father at age 14, understood the necessary alliance between darkness and light. And in a dark time, he basically goes into this. And so I'm going to share with you the poem uh, by Theodor Redke called In a Dark Time. In a dark time, the eye begins to see. I meet my shadow in the deepening shade. I hear my echo in the echoing wood. A lord of nature weeping to a tree. I live between the heron and the wren, beasts of the hill and serpents of the den. What's madness but nobility of soul at odds with circumstance? The day's on fire. I know the purity of pure despair. My shadow pinned against a sweating wall. That place among the rocks, is it a cave or winding path? The edge is what I have. A steady storm of correspondences, a night flowing with birds, a ragged moon, and in broad day the midnight come again. A man goes far to find out what he is, death of the self in a long, tearless night, all natural shapes blazing a natural light. Dark, dark my light, and darker my desire. My soul, like some heat-maddening summer fly, keeps buzzing at the still, which I is I, a fallen man. I climb out of my fear. The mind enters itself, and God, the mind, and one is one, free in the tearing wind. So powerful. You know, a dog returns to his vomit, and a sow, after cleaning herself, returns to the mire. That's what the Bible said. Why? Because we are creatures of habit. And the reason we are doing what we're doing today is because we've done it before. The reason we are getting what we're getting today is because of the patterns in our life up until now, because of what we have been doing. You know, Einstein's a pretty smart guy, and he defined insanity for us pretty simply, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And the problem is we get in these comfort zones. We get in these ruts. We get in these neural pathways where we just start doing the same thing over and over and over. One day looks like the next. We fall into this this belief system that we can't change. This is our lot in life. And we lower the bar. And we accept good enough. That's when we say you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When someone's back is against the wall, 
you go to what you know. We go on autopilot. You know, it's Ted Hughes that said the only thing people regret is that they didn't live boldly enough, that they didn't invest enough heart, didn't love enough. Nothing else really counts. And here's the problem. If we have a hardened heart, if our heart is shut off, then you can't love with your heart. And I see that so much. Uh, I see broken people, hurting people, hurting people, people who have a lot of trauma and drama, abandonment issues as children, not being good enough. And yet they're told to suck it up, uh, just let it roll off your back and do the best you can. And what happens is people numb themselves, they dull themselves, and they start going through the motions. And this is where good enough happens. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough that he or she doesn't leave and take the kids with them and leave a note on the wall. See, we lose hope. And uh, who was it? Uh, Lynn Yutang. She says, hope, or he said, sorry, hope is like a road in the country. There was never a road, but when many people walk on it, the road comes to, into existence. It's like what I heard about the University of Indiana. I don't know whether it's true or not, but it's a powerful point. The first year they built their school, they put up all their buildings, but they built no sidewalks. And after a year, they came in, and where the ruts were the thick, thickest and the deepest, they laid down sidewalks because they knew that where the ruts were the thickest and the deepest, more people walked most often. And that's what we need to do as leaders. You know, Diane Du put it this way, deep in the center of the earth, a diamond is formed. Though many will admire its beauty and usefulness when its formation is complete, none views the process by which it is informed. It is hidden, unseen, in the darkness. So is the work of God in the heart of man. And so is leadership awakening. See, the old saying, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair, but some of you think that's spiritual. As someone told me this weekend, we didn't have a spiritual class. We had a class that had some spirit in it. And so today, we're going to be joined by guests from Leadership Awakening, Team 231, and we're going to talk about, you can, can you tell a man's religion in time of despair? I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 31st through April 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And if you miss any of this radio show, know that you have access to it in podcast form directly upon the conclusion of this radio show. If you go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, you can go ahead and get a link. And I mean, go ahead and hit that link, and there you are. You'll see us. John normally has it up about a half hour after the show. Uh, and then you can listen to months and months of shows uh, behind us as well. So you don't have to miss any of the radio show. If you accidentally get on late, you can just listen to it later. Oops. And so we are blessed because we are being joined today by two diamonds, two diamonds, two people that were forged in the fire of Leadership Awakening. And so without further ado, let's welcome Morgan to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Morgan? Hey, Mr. Black. I'm doing great. How are you doing today? You are doing great. You're an awesome woman. You know, uh, Morgan went through a class, and we do a couple classes a year for the car medics, as you know. And the cool thing about the car medic is they usually have 10 to 12 people in the class, and then they allow me to go ahead and put in some scragglers and. Morgan was one of my scragglers, and uh, but you did come to us from a car medic. How did you find out about Like It Matters? So Edgar Rubio is one of the car medics. Um, he works with car medics, and he actually um, coached CrossFit. Like, I coach him CrossFit. So, like, um, there was some things that were happening with me last year, and him and his wife both approached me. And was like, hey, like, we really feel led that um, this is something that you really need. And he just kind of told me his story and his experiences. And I was like, okay, Edgar, like, I trust you. Let's let's do this thing. Like, I know you wouldn't be saying it or even bringing it up if you know there wasn't a reason behind it. And so, like, yep. I just trusted him and was like, yeah, let's do it. I know I need to be and better. And you did. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and you did. 
You were one of my leaders in class. It's so incredible, you know. And I've been doing this 30 years, and I told you that I've been seeing it more and more over this last decade that men don't lead anymore. That, you know, I believe there's a war on men, you know, a war on LEOs, law enforcement, anybody of masculinity. Uh, matter of fact, there's only one drug illegal on most college campuses, and that's testosterone. And so men don't lead, and women have stepped up. And I got to tell you, you, you and then we'll have a, uh, we'll have a, another one, Ashley, uh, join us later on the radio. But uh, you two women stepped up, and uh, we're so impressed to your leadership, your willingness, your open heart, your open mind. Uh, man, uh, it really excited about who you are. And uh, and when the class started, I mean, five minutes into it, because I get you off guard. I mean, I catch you off guard. I want to confuse you. I want to get you out of your head. So five minutes into it, what were you thinking when we got started? Oh, man, I was thinking, holy smokes, I thought this was like a leadership thing. And you're over here like, you know, you got to sit down and, and talk about your topic and you've got five minutes yeah. to do it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what did Edgar put me in? But I was like, no, 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 I'm going to trust him because he's like, there's a reason why. So I was like, I'm just I'm going to go for it. Yeah. And you did. And you did, and it's so cool because you had the same environment everybody else. And and like I said, 12 of the 13 kind of jumped in. They trusted. We had one person, as you know, that was skeptical, that, you know, knew too much to be, you know, gullible enough to believe that he could change. And it's sad because, you know, we're all given a tough environment, but some took advantage of it and gave it their all and came out the other side like a diamond. Others uh, struggled with it mightily and came out better. They came out better. But they miss mm-hmm. so much more that they could have had. And uh, after two and a half days with me, you've uh, you've had as much time since class as you did in class. What's different in Morgan's life since completing Leadership Awakening? The difference is how I am like holding myself. My husband made the comment when he came home because he's he's in law enforcement. And he's been going down to the border um, for rotations for Operation Lone Star. And when he he came back Sunday um, evening and he was just like, just kind of looked at me weird. And I was just like smiling really big. And I was just like, what? And he's like, you are a completely different person. Like the person that I proposed to to ask you to marry. Like uh, he's like, you are just sending these vibes that are just crazy. And I was just like really? And he's like, yeah, it's way different. He's like, and I'm so proud of you. And since then, like anybody that has come around me, they're like, man, you're radiating like this inner peace within you. And I'm not talking like just one or two. I'm talking like multiple people, Mr. Black. It's like, man, you're just holding yourself differently. Like it just, you know what you want. And so it's just, it's been crazy to hear other people kind of like, kind of (laughs) give me like this slant eye look and, but they smile because of it. And they're like, you like you're just radiating something that's just completely different from the last time that we saw you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel different. And I and I look at myself differently, like looking myself in the mirror. I know this sounds probably crazy, but I see a completely different person. Yep. Yep. I asked two of your students, uh, two of the guys that were in class who really came the, probably the farthest in that two days, and said, have you noticed anything different? And one of the guys said, well, I don't, don't look at myself in the mirror. I go, next time, look in the mirror and tell me what you see. But you do. See, this is inside-out training. But it was hard, right? I mean, is it fair to say it was dark at times in that classroom? Is that fair to say? That's 100% fair. I mean, you you definitely put the environment or you gave the environment that 
it's like you said, you squeezed us. You you had yep. to take, you know, all the nasty, gritty things. And, and I myself included, like I had to address those things and I had to really take a deep, hard look like, why? Why am I like yep. this? What am I doing? And, and really had to come face to face with this in order to, to get that behind me to grow. Because yeah. like you said, you can't grow if you're in your comfort zone. You have to get yep. uncomfortable. And once you do, then it's the step over the line of, of being able to grow. And yep. man, like you squeezed in. I cried, and but I yeah. put some things behind me up until yep. Wednesday. Like I was battling a lot of stuff. Not no more. Yep. Yeah. And the cool thing is, just so you guys know, um, Morgan is not as screwed up as the rest of us. You know, I, one thing I say, Morgan, is we're all screwed up. You know, Romans 3.23 is pretty clear that all fall short of the glory of God. And we all have the same disease as a man that got him. It's called flesh. You know, when Adam sinned, mm-hmm. fle- sin became part of our DNA. And so, uh, you, you know, we're all flawed. We all fall short. But you, you got a pretty good life. You're, you're intelligent. You're driven. Uh, how long have you been married? Three years. A little over three. Okay, so th- yeah, so three years, and we know that that things we get in comfort zones and all that. And for your husband, uh, who probably knows you as good as most people do, or maybe as, maybe not as good as your parents, but pretty close, for him to notice a difference, who knows you inside and out, who's walked with you, who's laughed with you, who's cried with you, who's fought with you, right, all that stuff, and for yeah. him to notice a difference because this is inside out training. And the cool thing is what I did in my training you do in the gym, right? I mean, isn't that what CrossFit's about? Uh, getting your muscles out of their comfort zone, pushing them so they're doing different stuff all the time so they can grow. Isn't that the basis of CrossFit? Yeah. I mean, any any sort of fitness training, it's it's pushing the muscles past the point to where we have to create a change. And, and that's exactly, I mean, what fitness is. Yep. And isn't that what we did? We did it psychologically, biologically, physiologically, theologically. And even, and I pushed you physically too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I still feel like my voice is still recovering. Yeah, that that is so cool. That is so cool. What have you noticed different about yourself this weekend? Because it's neat that other people have noticed things. But what have you noticed different about yourself, Morgan, this week? I I have noticed that simple little tasks that would cause me anxiety or would start making me feel emotionally different. Um, I have noticed that I have been a lot more in control over handling situations. So I like that inner peace again. And then being able to ask myself certain questions and, like, if I need to, like, picturing, um, like, being able to picture my area that I, like, was walking through and visualizing. Mm -hmm. For those that have never been in class, you probably won't know what I mean. But for those who have, like, you you will know. But visualizing me walking on the hillside um, and, like, being able to listen and and smelling and seeing and and being able to check myself before I respond to the situation – that's been a huge difference I have noticed is being able to control my emotions in which I can proceed to the net, like I can handle and tackle that um, yep. certain aspect of what I'm dealing with. That's, to me, that's been really huge. 
Yeah, it's the absence of fear. You know, I'm reading your uh, your share your fire. You know, we have everybody fill out those four questions at the end of class. And you said, how will your experience at Leadership Awakening change your life? You said, my mind is a powerful tool. And what I do to my mind will drastically affect how I act. My experiences will remind me to raise the bar. Fear is no longer an option. I will always be out of my comfort zone to keep growing. And, and that's it. You now feel a peace. And peace is really the absence of fear, if you think about it. You know, God's called our great comforter. We, we find comfort in the Lord. It's encouragement. And right now, you're mm-hmm. functioning at a level where you don't feel like really anything can stop you but you. Is that fair to say? Yeah. No, I 100% agree with that. It's I myself will put myself in the rut or the hole, and it's up to me to get out of it. Yep. And, uh, you know, our class is a $2,000 class. We've been going for 30 years. And every single person outside of that lately that people that sign up from the radio show are there by someone who's been through and, and referred you. And, you know, Edgar said, trust me. Edgar sent you there. Uh, Edgar purchased a $2,000 chair for you. Uh, and you had the courage and the confidence to push yourself to trust the process and your life's forever changed. What would you tell someone listening right now about why they should, you got about 30 seconds. Why should someone take this class, Morgan? Man, if you're struggling with certain aspects of your life and you just don't really know how to overcome it, this class will squeeze you. It will make you ask tough questions, but at the end, like you will be given the tools to overcome whatever it is that you're facing. Amen. Well put, succinctly put. All right, Morgan, well, thank you so much. God bless you, and I look forward to what God has for you as we move forward together, okay? Thank you so much, Mr. Black. I so appreciate it. All right, have a great day. All right, bye-bye. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about diamonds, and diamonds take force to become valuable. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join Andrew Parker this Sunday evening at 6 as he talks politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, every Sunday evening at 6, here on Freedom 1570. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. 
Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, living life like it matters, we are blessed because we have recent graduates from our Leadership Awakening class. And I had a a listener text me. You can go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, and you can read about our leadership training. It's transformational. We target 12 to 16 people in the class. Uh, Keep them small. They're by referral only. So if you listen to this radio show, your referrer is Mr. Black. Uh, And it's tough. It's the toughest training most people ever take in their life. It's not physically tough. Uh, You're not swinging from trees and hiking up mountains. It's not textbook tough. You're not sitting on your butt being lectured to by some prima donna know-it-all. We have no gurus or little G, you know, big G gods in this class, right? Uh, It's tough because leadership has to do with the person. And so leadership development is really personal growth. And personal growth is flat out the most type of difficult growth there is. Uh, Because in order to grow as a person, you have to be willing to be squeezed and not let your ego get in the way. Not become bitter, not become angry, not become a great martial arts expert where you block and attack, block and attack, but to truly humble yourself and to get better. And so I'm blessed, a gentleman who went through my training, he's with the Carmedic family. He's a great young man who's got great future ahead of him. So let's go to line number two and let's welcome Tanner to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Tanner? I'm doing good, Mr. Black. How are you, sir? You're lying to me. You're doing great, man. You're not doing good. There's a big yeah. difference in good and great, man. <laughs> well, I'm doing great, then. Yeah, you are, you are, you are. And uh, so you're a car medic, and you're in training right now, becoming the best darn car medic you can, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. So uh, you had uh, signed up to a, a new career, a new venture, and you showed up. Uh, outside my door on Thursday night in Dallas, Fort Worth. So I always like to ask the question, you know, what did you think you were getting to? I mean, when you came to that training, what did you expect? And then what did you get? <laughs> Man, uh, walking into there, I really didn't know what to expect. Um, I thought it was just going to be some PowerPoint presentations. You know, this is how it is to be a leader, <laughs> all that fun stuff. But um I rode no in there PowerPoint, on, my right? on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rode in my hard horse on Thursday, and I I got bucked off instantly. It was um, 
Yeah. <laughs> it was a mental boot camp, and it, it was a it was a great experience. Yeah, I don't I don't waste time, do I? Uh, from the time we open that no. door, we're going, aren't we? Yes, sir. We are. Yeah, I always say we got forty eight hours to change lives, and technically that's impossible. So let's get her done. Let's, let's go. And uh, within five minutes, uh, everybody in that classroom is uncomfortable. Is that fair to say? That's extremely fair to say. <laughs> that's that's the understatement of the day, right, Tanner? It's the understatement <laughs> of the day. Uh, and, and now you know, I don't, I don't squeeze you, and I don't put that pressure on you just to be mean or just to be, you know, uh, make a point. You know, again, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. And we are like sponges. And when life squeezes us, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. And is it fair to say you've had an interesting past like a lot of us? We have a lot of childhood issues, a lot of um, you know, family of origin issues. Uh, you came in my training as, a, as an angry guy. Is that fair to say? That's, it's spot on. Yeah. And it was kind of like your go-to move, right? Say that again. It's kind of like your go-to move. I mean, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. So when things start going out of our control, uh, we, we have a go-to move. And for you, it was anger yes, because you would get mad, right? I would, yes, sir. And it showed up in all aspects of your life, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. And that is it fair to say I squeezed a lot of that out of you over the two and a half days? It's yeah, it's uh, incredible how much you actually, uh, how much hatred and just anger that I left behind in that classroom. It's uh, it's impressive yeah. and it's uh, dumbfounding. Yeah, and we live in an angry world. Matter of fact, we have an entire uh, political system that wants people to be angry so we can hate each other, so that other people have power and they get our votes, which means money. Uh, and we're living in an America where we pit groups of people against groups of people. It's identity politics. Uh, and in my training, I mean, we had black people, we had brown people, we had young people, we had old people, we had Christians, we had non-Christians. I mean, that that's a true statement, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, and at the end of that training, how close did that team get? How close do you feel to those people you went through that class with? Closer than a lot of people that I've grown up with. Yeah, yeah. It, how old are you, It was incredible. I'm 27 years old. Okay, 27. And do you know where all that anger came from in your past? Are you aware of it? Yes, sir, I am. What was it? What do you think? Well, growing up, I was always a small guy. Um, I, freshman year of high school, I was 4 foot 11, 95 pounds. I got picked on a lot. And uh, so mm -hmm. when I started getting some meat on me and was able to get quicker than everyone, I, um, I, I, I started dishing it back. So my anger drove me up until the point where I yep. ended your class on Thursday. Yep. It's a pound of flesh, record or wrong. We remember these things. We keep a record of it, even though God tells us to not keep a record wrong, not keep a pound of flesh, to, to forgive just like God forgave you. But that's all we know. We, we block and we attack. We stuff, 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 and snap. So you are doing exactly what you were programmed to do. Uh, life wasn't fair. Why were you so short? I have the same thing. You know, I'm 5'7 now. I've grown into it. It's 56 years old, but I was short, a slow developer. I was always the smallest one, the shortest one, uh, you know, all that. So I know what it's like. And there was a lot of anger that drove me for a long time. And that's what I deal with. I deal with grown men and women in their 30s and their 40s and their 50s that are still dealing with belief systems that were constructed 
when they were a child. Now, what have you noticed differently since you got out of class? What's different about Tanner today than last Thursday? Um, like I said, I walked in there. I was on my high horse. And um, I've really come to learn how to set aside my pride. Um, instead of going at things when it, things get frustrating for me, it, I don't attack it with anger anymore. I, I kind of try to clear my head, and I uh, approach it in a very sensible, calming manner that way. Um, I've just, I've been frustrated a couple times since I've been here at car medic training, but um, I, I I did my breathing techniques and um, I've calmed down and I've learned how to ask questions better instead of just popping off. Yeah, and uh, it's yep. made me more uh, patient and yeah. Yep. Well, and even and you had a chance to spend a little time with your girlfriend uh, before you headed out too. Did you notice a difference as you interacted with her? Oh yes, a hundred percent. In the past, I always listened to her, but I, was, I never heard her. But uh, yeah. after I got the chance to see her after that class and the transformation that we all went through, that I went through, um, yeah, she could even tell a difference in me. I, I heard her when she spoke, and I couldn't wait just to talk to her and just uh-huh. be in her presence. It was She's my rock, and it was amazing just getting to see uh, uh, her getting to see how much I've come along from before yeah. I entered the class until now. Yeah, yeah, and by the way, beautiful. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman, uh, and we need to honor that. We need to honor that beauty, that softness, that, uh, you know, she supports you no matter what you do, and that's where we learn to turn the other cheek. That's where we learn that, hey, you know, just because they might disagree with us or not go along with us doesn't mean they're against us, but that anger says when something doesn't go right, it's 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 retreat, it's it's fight or flight, and it's block and attack, and that's that was how you were programmed, but in 48 hours, isn't it incredible how we could change that programming in just 48 hours? Isn't that powerful it is it's um i'm truly in awe and how fast you can actually change someone for you your class can actually change and yep. send them in the a, a right direction yep and you were it's so funny the first night we were done you were like wow this is incredible and i go we haven't started yet <laughs> and you're like oh my gosh it's so incredible already <laughs> and that was the first night right <laughs> Yeah, it hasn't even started yet, which is just some dirt work. And you had said something about your relationship with your mom, and a little fractured, not uh, my words, not yours, but uh, you, you said there's been some great healing since you got out of class on Saturday with your mom. Tell me about that. Man, um, like I said, I've dealt with hatred my whole life, um, just being angry at every person, even if they weren't mean to me. I mean, I just approach yeah. everything in an angry way, and instead of me getting frustrated and talking to my parents now and everything, just being annoyed like a, a, a high schooler would be and like rolling their eyes yep. when the parents talk, um, I'm actually hearing, hearing my mom, hearing my dad. I can't wait to get out of uh, training and talk to them. And, you know, just yeah. they're a big part of my life. They're my parents, and I love them no matter our past or anything like that. And you just got to learn to let that go. If you want to actually step forward into life and continue on your journey and become a better man, you got to to leave that behind you because you get one family. You get one parent, yep. you get one mom, you get one dad, and yep. you got to cherish that. And um, life's too fun and too short to let stupid crap like that affect us in the future. Amen, amen. So so you, you signed up for Car Medic. I always tell people, you signed up for Car Medic. Maybe the whole reason for Car Medic was for you to get to my class because you start with the inside out. And listen, there, there are people listening to me. I've been on this radio show for six years. I got people went through my training 20, 30 years ago. If someone's listening right now that hasn't went to my class, why should they go, Tanner? It's, um, it's life-changing. It, it really is. If you actually take in what Mr. Black teaches you in that class, and you're not just in there for the ride. If you actually get into it, it's, um, 
it's mind blowing. It it changes your whole aspect on life, and you realize you you think you have your priorities in line, but you really don't. And going through your class, you uh, your priorities really align, and you you know what you have to do. You know what you need to take care of. It's in you. I mean, you've known it your whole life. You just don't want to accept it. But you have given me the tools to pinpoint exactly what's going on in my life and attack it differently instead of being angry all the time and just dismissing it. Amen. And boy, we can we can heal a lot of relationships. We could heal this country if everybody did that, hey? <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Everything. Amen. I think I think your class is definitely something that every person needs to go through if you're struggling with your life. It's um, Amen. It's mind blowing. Like it's it's life changing, life altering. I I'm really happy. I I am one of the people that really think that I was sent to Carmenic to go through your class. I Amen. truly believe that. Well, well, you know, we're walking together, and uh, you got my number. I'm texting you every morning, and so we're. this is the beginning, not the end. So I, I appreciate your time. We're going to heartbreak. God bless you, my friend, and we'll talk soon. Okay, Tanner? Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Black. You have a great day, sir. All right, buddy. You too. I am Black, and we'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 31st through April 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was 
completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and you are back on your hour of power. This is where we're working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And ladies and gentlemen, we are in the life-changing business. That's why I do this radio show. I've been doing leadership training for 30 years. You know, at the end of each section of my training, I have my students document everything they're doing. So they write down all the activities of training and then the benefits and applications. At the end of my training, we have what's called a fifth report. They only write five reports. They don't write six, even though there's six modules. I have them just write benefits and applications. And so this was Tanner's final report, the guy who you just heard on the radio last segment. He said under benefits and applications, he said the benefit is I'm gaining from this training are that I have been given the tools to become a better man. I've been given the tools to become the best version of myself. I'm going to take these tools and I intend to start using them in my personal and professional life. I'm going to be my very best and very soon I'm going to release all this hatred in my heart by letting go of all that has been making me mad. Now listen to this. I'm going to forgive, I'm going to love, I'm going to have compassion so that everyone around me enjoys being around me. I'm going to love unconditionally. Now, you realize if we had about 300 million Americans making that statement right there, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in. We are living in a time of hardened hearts. We are being manipulated. Uh, The media is now part of the Democratic Party, so we have state-run media. We're being programmed. I mean, we have our president who's at a 30% approval rating, and he's pro. he's got the press for him. The press is part of his team. Uh, they Social media um, censors anything that's against Joe Biden. Not a they joke. withhold stories about uh, his China connections, Hunter Biden soliciting childhood stuff. I mean, it's all hidden. And yet still, why? Because there's so much hatred. He's right now they're pushing a voting bill that says if you don't agree with them, you're some racist like he is. I mean, he's the one that supported the KKK. He's the one that supported the Grand Wizard, uh, friends of his. And you got to realize and you can't let other people define you. And those that don't agree with you want to make you mad. And this is why people are so filled with anger and bitterness right now. It's a political process so that other people have power and get money. And that's why I say we are like diamonds. And if you don't know, diamonds are as old as the universe itself. Most of them are found deep beneath the Earth's surface and need to be excavated from molten rock called kimberlite. On the average, more than 20 tons of kimberlite must be processed in order to procure just one diamond. And think about this. After the surrounding rock is crushed, what remains is the diamond in the rough. The rough diamond is then cut by sawing or cleaving along the grain of the stone. The pieces are then mounted in a fast-turning lathe that, where the gem is shaped roughly by a diamond-tipped tool, followed by the brooding process, which rounds out the stone. 
Finally, the diamonds are polished, allowing all their facets to emerge. The stone is then placed in a holder. Sound familiar? That's what we do. That's what we do in the leadership process and leadership awakening. And the final product is a brilliant crystal that refracts, reflects, and disperses light. Don't you see? That's what we're supposed to be like. And you know, the value of a diamond is determined by five, uh, four characteristics, right? The four C's. Carrot, which is your weight, color, clarity, and cut. Think about that. Among the diamond's unique qualities is that it is the hardest of all known substances, very much like the human heart. It is therefore can only be cut with another diamond or diamond dust. And by the way, the word diamond itself, isn't a great word, comes from the Greek term atomus, which means unconquerable. And that is the spirit that God gave us. We are more than conquerors, right? Don't you get it? Unconquerable. A diamond is also known for its outstanding brilliance and fire. And by the way, when I say brooding, brooding is a process by, uh, whereby two diamonds are set into spinning axles, turning in opposite directions, which are then set to grind against each other to shape each diamond into a round shape. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Iron sharpens iron, right? You hear that? And so it's kind of like, you know, I've heard this saying before, I like the cut of your jib. You ever hear that? I like the cut of your jib. Whenever I think that we are like diamonds, I think about that. It's always like to know what things mean. And so I looked this up. A jib is a triangular cell near the front of a selling ship. In the 1600s, the style or cut of the jib cell could be used to tell viewers a lot about a ship such as where it was from and what its purpose was. Today, this phrase has come to mean something like, I like how you look, or more figuratively, I like how you think. So think about this. Jib cells aren't there to increase a ship's speed, but rather to reduce the turbulence encountered by the larger main cells. Look at all the turbulence life. We can't go over our house. Uh, we can't keep our jobs. I mean, people want to attack us. People want to destroy us, right? I mean, I'm looking at the, uh, uh, the press again. Uh, stunning. You know, Merrick Garland struggles to get on top of violent crime. Violent crime is going up all over America. People are being attacked randomly. Uh, he can't get that under control. But we let the southern border open, right? Fentanyl uh, deaths are going through the roof, right? We can attack anybody who goes to school to defend their kids' school. And the FBI is looking for all those parents that get a little too ruckus uh, at a, 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 a school board event, right? Or how about the FBI being used to find out uh, where um, Joe Biden's daughter, daughter's diary is, but yet our, our FBI can't get on top of the crime spike, but they can use for political pressure. How about this one? Do you see the new survey? Half of Democrats uh, would back temporary detention for unvaccinated. What? They just did a poll, and Democrats believe that those of us who don't get vaccinated should be thrown in jail, that we should lose rights, that we could be put in camps. This is the world. We got a, a federalized election act called the John Lewis Act that they're selling off like people aren't allowed to vote anymore. Of everything faced in this country, really, the biggest threat is black people don't get to vote. Black people vote 90% Democrat. And so what are you talking about? And how did Joe Biden get elected? Well, they had to have a crisis so that tens of millions of ballots could be mailed and then all of a sudden sent in without signatures, without verification, uh, harvested, and millions of ballots just show up at one point with just President Mark for Joe Biden, nothing else Mark. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why people are getting hardened hearts. 
They stop and believe. They're bitter. They got child, uh, uh, family of origin issues. This is why people are under pressure. And if we don't clean them up, if we don't deal with this past, we're going to destroy each other. This country's falling apart. There's like two Americas. And jibs are cells that don't increase the ship's speed. They reduce the turbulence encountered by the larger main cells. Large cells, uh, large ships have many cells and typically have more than one jib cell as well. Sometimes as many as six. So when someone mentions the cut of your jib, they aren't about to start firing cannons at your boat. The cut of your jib means they like some aspect of what you are doing. The jib cell is a type of metaphor here, being used to talk about the appearance of something else. Guess what that something else is? That's you. And today the phrase is used more broadly and can refer to things other than physical appearance. For example, someone might use the phrase to say um, they approve of a choice you've made or an action you've taken. Of course, it can also still be used to mean that someone likes how you look. But in short, I like the cut of your jib is a compliment that means something similar to I like how you handle yourself. And what you've heard today is two people that are handling themselves totally different than how they did when they went into class. And this is why. Because we have hardened hearts. We've been told to believe that there is no hope. We think that the path we're on is the only path there is. We think that the past performance dictates future performance. And none of that is true. At any time, we can start fresh. At any time, we can draw that line in the sand and say, up until now. I mean, I would love to have my go-back machine, right, the way-back machine. I would love to have a, a time travel device, but I'm not Michael J. Fox I'm not a Hollywood celebrity, and I don't have a crazy scientist uncle or whatever Emmett's name, right? So we can't go back in time. But each of us can do one thing. We can draw that line in the sand and make that great up until now. We can change our life whenever we want, but it's hard to do on our own because we get in our comfort zone. We have doubt. We have fear. We're so driven by our past. We live in a world right now that wants to remind you of your past. It's like the devil. And Carmen used to say it so eloquently in song. He says, when the devil reminds you of your past, you just remind him of his future. And we live in an America that's so wrapped up in the past, 1619, rewriting history from 500 years ago, 1776, 1812, 1911, 1984, 2001. And ladies and gentlemen, hope is a fewer destination. But here's the problem. If you don't believe it's possible, you won't act as if it's possible. Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you become the man or the woman that you were created to be. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. We wanted a four-wheel drive SUV, so we just stopped at Invergrove Hyundai, and we liked what we see. And obviously, the same day, even, I bought one. Hi, this is Gary in Maplewood, and that started the relationship with uh, Invergrove Hyundai, and I'm on my third Hyundai since. I've bought at least 20 new cars, and in all the dealerships that I've dealt with, I've never felt more at home and appreciated than I have with Invergrove Hyundai. I would just say that anybody looking for a vehicle 
give uh, Invergrove Hyundai a shot at it. You'll be happy you did. I would more than highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. I'm a partner of theirs forever, just for the way I was treated at, uh, at their dealership. I, I just can't say enough. Every new Hyundai, like the 2022 Santa Fe, comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. Check out their new inventory arriving daily at InvergroveHyundai.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.